Hey, what's going on? Um, welcome to the Together Struggle podcast. It has, in fact, been a minute since um a podcast episode was released, yeah. But hopefully that should change, right? Um, you should probably get your bubble. We're about to go into this real fast, real quick. So before we do, though, let's just do a little prayer. Heavenly Father, you come before the throne of grace. This afternoon, I thank you for the gift of life and for the gift you give me daily. I pray that as I speak this word, may you please be may please be you who speaks through me, and your people please understand. May you also please teach me because I don't know everything. I pray that you forgive me for my sins and forgive everyone for their sins and help us to move according to your will. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So today we are deal we are looking at um Psalms chapter one twenty one, the song of ascents. Right? Um the psalmist writes I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. So, we're looking at Psalms 121. Um, in the first verse, the writer writes, I lift my eyes up to the mountains and wonders where does my help come from? Because maybe they were being pursued by an enemy and they're hiding behind the mountain knowing that just behind the mountain is the enemy that is coming. And the writer wonders to themselves, where does my help come from? I'm in the middle of a situation. I'm in the middle of a problem, I'm in the middle of a struggle, I'm in the middle of anything really, I'm in the middle of trouble, I don't know where my help comes from. This is from a point of desperation, the writer doesn't know where it is that help comes from, because when you're in the situation, when you're in the situation, and you look to the east, to the west, to the south, to the north, and there's not a sign of aid or relief coming your way, we sometimes tend to give up. In fact, not sometimes, most times we tend to give up. We tend to say, no, God doesn't love me. Uh, no, God just wants to watch me as I try to fight this alone. But then, is that really the case, though? Because... Even though this writer is desperate, this writer is waiting, probably troubles coming from every which way. This writer, in the second verse, just after asking, where does my help come from? Proceeds to say, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Um, Personally, I feel like that's just beautiful. Because this writer was probably facing... A terrible situation. Things were not going the way that they planned. Things were going the worst possible way, probably. Like, the ultimate worst possible way that things would go is probably how they were going. And this writer says, regardless of being in the worst situation possible, 
regardless of being in a place where I can't sense God, I can't see what God's doing, regardless of being in a place where I don't think God can save me, I'm not limiting God. I'm not saying, no, you know what, God, I feel like you could have probably saved me when I was fighting that struggle. You could have saved me when I was fighting that trouble. But when I'm fighting this one, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're able to do that for me. Instead of going through all of those thoughts, the writing immediately says, no, you know what, I'm looking at the mountains, yes. The enemy is coming, yes. Troubles are surrounding me, yes, definitely. Challenges, difficulties, everything is not going my way. But I trust in the fact that my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I trust in the fact that regardless of what the situation may be, regardless of whether it seems like God is coming or he's not coming, God, the maker of heaven and earth, is where my help comes from. So immediately from saying, where does my help come from? The next sentence is, my help comes from the Lord. He's the maker of heaven and earth. He won't let my foot slip. Um, He won't let this trouble have its way. He won't let this trouble ruin me. He won't let this trouble come and make waste of me. Because he is the maker of heaven and earth. He watches over me. Regardless of where I am, even when I feel like God is not watching over me, God is watching over me because God is omnipresent. So, even though I physically can't see what God's doing, even though I physically feel like this trouble, this struggle is bigger than me, God is watching me. God watches over me 24-7. Even on the times when I think I don't need someone to watch me, when I think I'm sleeping, nothing can happen. God is true watching me. And unlike any other thing that could help us. Because help could come from friends. It could come from relatives. It could come maybe from security or whatever. Or money or whatever you think may be able to help you. Or anything else that can help you will sleep. Anything else that can help you can't be up for a week or like 24 hours. It needs to sleep. Right? God, in this psalm, the psalmist is saying, No, whilst other things that may help other people will sleep and slumber, my God does not sleep, He does not slumber. He watches over the whole of Israel. And the whole of Israel includes you and me, because the moment Jesus died on the cross, we became part of the family that people that jesus died for we became part of the people that god is watching over we are the people that god neither sleeps nor slumbers whilst he is watching the psalmist proceeds to say that just because god watches over me just because god watches over you he is the shade at your right hand the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night i feel like the writer was trying to umbrella term if that's the correct english i'm not sure you should umbrella term that no matter what problem no matter what situation no matter what struggle what addiction what sin is pursuing you even though you feel hopeless and you feel like you can't fight this whole situation you feel like you're just standing in the middle of in the middle of an island and everyone is coming to attack you the psalmist says 
the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. It means 24-7, God is protecting you. 24-7, 365 days will be every single day of your life from the day you were born till the day you go to heaven. God is watching over you. God won't let things harm you. God fights for you. Right? He says that regardless of what time of day it is, regardless of what situation it is, God is bigger than every single situation you could ever come across. Situations may seem big to us because when we're small, we're minuscule, we're small. But when God comes into the situation, the situation suddenly becomes irrelevant because God doesn't let situations harm us. In fact, in verse 7, the psalmist even writes, The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. 24-7 protection. That's what God gives us. God is watching over us. He doesn't sleep on us. God wants to give up on us. God is constantly doing everything he can for us to protect us. In the last verse, the psalmist writes, The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. So it means that whether we like it or not, God is there. God is watching over us. When we come, when we go, starting from now, starting from when you were born, all the way to when you die, God's protection will be on you as long as you received him as your personal Christ and Savior. God doesn't give up on you. God is not like the world. God won't sleep on you. God wants to protect you. He wants to protect you from harm, from trouble, from strongholds, from anything that is troubling you. In Psalms 121, the writer expresses full trust within who God is. The writer believes that maybe I might feel exhausted. I might feel that I just fought so and so and I just came through this and I just came from fighting this problem. Now I've got this problem. And you're exhausted. The writer is in a place of desperation. The writer doesn't know what to do. But no, regardless of all that, regardless of all the external circumstances, the writer knows and believes that, excuse me, the writer knows and believes that God watches over him the whole time. So even if things may not be going the way you want them to go, God is watching. When things go the way you want them to go as well, God is watching because God is an omnipresent God. God is a God who lets things happen according to his plan. And I feel like that's just super cool to know that some people may hire, I don't know, 10, 12 bodyguards. But all that protection, maybe even like armed security and all that good stuff, but all that protection doesn't measure up to the level of protection that we have because we are believers in Christ. It doesn't measure up to the protection that God gives us because God's, God does not sleep. God doesn't give up on us. God does is divine. And whenever he says yes, no one can say no. So when God says you're protected, you're protected, my friend. Super protected even. Um. So... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking from Psalms 121. Um, 
thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Please continue to support this this channel um, and look out for more great content. And have a great week. Bye.